Welcome back to the Politically Charged Podcast. Today I'm back with Drummer Shy. You can say hi. Hello. Hello. And um, today we're just going to be talking a lot about the Lincoln Project because that was a huge thing that fucking happened this past week that oh, yeah. went down like the past two days. Then more accomplishments of the Biden administration because into day 12 he's still working hard and some things have happened, obviously. And then yeah. the rest of the, the, rest, the police situation that happened last night and the rest of the world with the coup in Myanmar, the Poland uh, protests, and the Russian protests. And I apologize if I'm saying Myanmar wrong. Um, I've struggled to say that for a whole while, believe it or not. But yeah. we're going to jump in with some Lincoln Project. Now, you are an avid follower of the Lincoln Project, avid supporter of it. Um, yeah. How did you feel when these allegations came out against one of its co-founders? Well... Uh, first thing is that um, they they knew this, but they never but they never knew it. Um, and this was only until uh, the New York Times broke this story. And John Weaver, um, I did not know he did that. That was terrible. It was awful. Um, and that I I think at first he said um oh he was gay or whatever i was like oh okay well you know that was i was like well that i i knew something was up and very sketchy and i was a little bit not not feeling iffy about it but um when the news broke in the new york times i was like wow wow i basically said to myself this is what the right loves to soak in on is this oh the lincoln project or the pedophile project and you guys have seen it with don jr and marjorie taylor green sweet we'll 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 get get to in a moment later on the show uh uh basically don jr marjorie taylor green rudy giuliani all went after the lincoln project because of john weaver um failing to see that john weaver does not represent every member of the lincoln project he does not um and he, wasn't he ousted from it immediately too after yes, everything came yes out? yes they ousted him immediately after the new york times uh article and uh this is this is the type of thing the right wants to use as defense saying oh the lincoln project are a bunch of pedophiles and i'm like this was john weaver this was not anybody else they the lincoln project was absolutely disgusted by this so uh, and what what I'm struggling with is how how can they not justify this action when you know their lord and savior Donald Trump uh, has over 50 plus rape allegations many of them on minors one court case settled with a minor who was 15 it was a rape court case and he settled it out of court by paying her yeah. you don't settle court cases if you're not guilty yeah i mean the thing is is like the Lincoln Project has so much evidence of Donald Trump's rape allegation, uh, scam fraud of a university, as well as estate fraud. I mean, this is like so much stuff uncovered, but yet the right wants to use the Lincoln Project as like their defense mechanism to say, oh, they're a bunch of pedophiles, this, that, blah, blah, blah. You know, this is exactly why Don Jr. and Marjorie Taylor Greene all went after the Lincoln Project. It's just like, oh, they're a bunch of pedophiles. You know, like what Q, uh, QAnon always believed that Democrats are a bunch of uh, satanic ring of pedophiles in a in a circle. I, I don't know anymore. Um, and, and the thing is, is like, you got to call out this bullshit and say, yeah what john weaver did was absolutely disgusting he does not represent our group um and and, uh, like when you circle back around and look at it in a broader perspective too this can still look bad on the republican party on the right wing because the members of the lincoln project were former republicans yes so this would have happened these events would have happened when he considered himself republican so like he he may not associate with that with the, that party now none of them may associate with that party now or at least temporarily don't associate with them but 
But that still doesn't look good on the Republican Party because these were prominent members of the Republican Party. Well, I can I can kind of look into the future now that the Republican Party's going to die. Oh yeah, that's that's after this past year, that is clear. It's not the Republican Party anymore. It's the fascist party of America. Fascism it's, is giving control of the country to companies and big businesses, which is what the Republicans are trying to do. This is what yeah. people like Taylor Green are trying to do because when trying to spread these lies, COVID is a hoax. I, I don't know if she's said that one recently. I know she has in the past, but and then you know, and then and then she said like uh, Jewish space lasers started caused... the California fires <laughs> and I'm like... harassing school shooting victims. Which yeah, that, that, that that one out of everything hurts me the most. Like I may not be a victim. I may not know victims of these events, but I know people who have dealt with severe traumas and i know the stuff that i i've seen a lot of it and it's very real school yeah. shootings are very real events they're not they like are. manufactured by the radical left wing to or try George and support Soros. gun yeah, it's just uh yeah you know this is the type of thing and and this might be the truth all that it's not about oh george soros and antifa and all this other bull crap no the only reason why they're saying this crap is because they hate Jewish people, they hate black people, they hate people of racial ethnicities. That's the only reason why they're in there, because they want to be crazy and cuckoo and racist. Yeah, and I'm going to say, too, it does not represent the entire Republican Party. There are Republicans who are leaving the party, like in North Carolina and Arizona, they are... I think more North Carolina, they are leaving in herds. They are leaving the Republican Party. The senator in Alaska has switched her party to independent. There's 10 senators who have voted to impeach Trump now, 10 GOP senators. And I think it was, no, it was five. Five. It was five. five. Still. Murkowski, Mitt Romney, Mm -hmm. um, Susan Collins. Um, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. One of, one of them said that he is perfectly ready to end his political career if it means that he does the right thing, which that is what you want to see in a representative. Yeah. Like, I would rather just disagree with somebody than straight up listen to lies that are getting people killed. Well, remember back in the first impeachment trial of Donald Trump in the Senate? And uh, Susan Collins was like, I hope Donald Trump learned his lesson. Clearly not. (laughs) He clearly didn't. And, you know, she realized that and still and voted against him now, which that is growth. It may be minuscule growth, but to an extent it is growth. And it shows that not everybody in the Republican Party are completely insane. Just like in the Democratic Party, not everybody is good. Let's talk about. There's one Democratic senator I absolutely hate. The Washington senator that refuses to vote on no, killing no, the no, filibuster? No, 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 uh, The West, West Virginia senator Joe Manchin. I hate that guy so much. Not literally, like, as in physically hate, but he is not a Democrat. He is a lap dancer Republican to McConnell. Or is is he the one that refuses to kill the filibuster? Yeah, he is the one. Okay, I thought it was a senator from Washington. No, I couldn't. I didn't know who it was exactly. So, yeah. it, that's probably how he got into the Senate but, then, because um, he's a borderline Republican. Yeah, in West going Virginia. Back, yeah, but going back to the uh, Lincoln Project area, uh, by by the recording of this episode, they they do every show called the breakdown. Um, this episode's breakdown is going to be um, very, very tough to watch or yeah. even listen to because of the fact that they're dealing with Marjorie Taylor Greene, Donald Trump Jr., basically going after the Lincoln Project as a whole. But um, it's not just the right, it's the left who claim that uh, the Lincoln Project are a bunch of grifters. Listen, I understand their frustration, but... I, I can understand the frustration, too, because, like, you have a bunch of people from the other party trying to join us now and say they're 
like they're with us and then one of their members comes out and does this. I can understand the hate that they're receiving from some people on the left, but at the same time, I don't understand why people can't realize that the actions of one person does not represent the entire group as a whole. Like, the actions of the president doesn't represent America as a whole, as shown by yeah. the past four years. Well, if you can if you can see by their attack ads, they have been really successful getting to the president's, like, the former president's skin, um, like Morning in America and um, uh, Flag of Treason. That that one's my favorite. That that one was that that one that one was a grand slam because um, if you look at um, Flag of Treason, um, NASCAR, uh, Mississippi, the state of Mississippi changed their flag from a Confederate flag to to a flower. And then NASCAR completely permanently banned Confederate flags. That was that, a huge one. Was yeah, NASCAR that, banning Confederate flags? And that that Lincoln Project ad made NASCAR take action. And it was Bubba Sparks is his name, the black NASCAR driver. Bub, Bubba Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace. Why did I think Bubba Sparks? Is that somebody else? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, it sounded it sounded right, but I was wrong. But no, he he was a huge part driving force in NASCAR banning the Confederate flag, and I can't blame him. Like, I would hate to show up to my job and like where it is my place of work where I make a living, and then see a flag or see anything that represents hate in mm-hmm. a past, especially hate towards a group of people that you belong to. Like, if I showed up to Oh, if I showed up to a place I worked at and saw anti-LGBT stuff everywhere, I would try and get that banned because being a member of the LGBT community, I don't want to work in an environment that supports that stuff. Yeah. Well, um, you know, the Lincoln Project has been putting out ads like crazy. Um, <laughs> don't be surprised if they come out with a Super Bowl ad saying this is your insurrection. Don't be surprised if the Lincoln Project comes out with the Super Bowl ad with all the money that they got. I I hope they do. They need to put out a Super Bowl ad. That would that's a great way to That would get under Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz and Marjorie Taylor Greene's skin, even though Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't watch the Super Bowl because of the fact that she thinks all oh, kneeling is un American. <laughs> I, I think what they don't realize too with the whole kneeling thing is that a former member of the Secret Service, or Special Forces, sorry, Special Forces, told Colin Kaepernick, instead of sitting down on the bench, kneel, because we kneel for fallen soldiers. Kneeling is a sign of respect. Yeah. But it's okay to do in protest during the National Anthem. And he has come out multiple times saying that he told Kaepernick it's okay. Now I understand why he knelt, because of the fact, as you said, it's for honoring fallen soldiers. It's honoring our fallen democracy our fallen democracy of which we which we uh which we sake which which we honor and cherish our sacred democracy for almost 240 years that's the reason why he knelt it was not disrespecting the military military personnel have kneeled for fallen soldiers colin kaepernick and, and I might get flocked from this from the right. Colin Kaepernick did the right thing. He did. By, I by, agree with yeah. that. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick did the right thing. And then when I was at the Ravens game, when I was working the Ravens game, when uh, the Ravens players were kneeling in solidarity before the National Anthem, everybody booed them. And I, I, I was at that game, and when they booed and when they kneeled, I just I put my head down like, and I, I, I facepalmed. I'm like, oh, my God. And I was not facepalming at the players. I was facepalming at the fans. And, and then I turned around. I looked at the fans. And I had my arms crossed, like, like staring at them. Like, you guys are a bunch of pathetic assholes. Oh, and it's the whole over the summer thing with the – or uh, I think it was over the summer. NHL, um, the, the hockey league were – they locked arms in solidarity with BLM because they can't kneel on ice because that'd be pretty difficult to quickly kneel and get back up, and I can understand that. So they locked arms in solidarity with BLM, and then they got praise from the right 
because because they didn't kneel. Like, do you guys not realize why they did it? These are so dumb hypocrites. They're Mm -hmm. such dumb hypocrites. You know, this is exactly, I think I said on on your other episode of the podcast, you are dealing with 60% of uneducated white voters. Okay? You're dealing with uneducated white voters. If you actually got a high school diploma, you would understand the the history of America. I and once again, I had really good history teachers in high school and in college. Well, so, could, I'm I'm pretty blessed and lucky to have them. You go to a lot of parts too in the south that I'm not saying everywhere in the south, just a lot of parts in the south they will teach history vaguely or just flat out wrong like at one point wanting to call the civil war the war of northern aggression oh my um, god that's an actual thing and i don't understand how that even became an idea because it was not northern aggression the south seceded from the union and then proceeded to attack us and there's there's a lot more confusing than just straightforward like that but that that's what happened there's no northern aggression involved and that the fact that we're still trying to erase stains of that history too, like we still have Confederate statues up. They belong in museums, not in parks, not as like national spots to go visit Confederate statues belong in museums. So they can, so we can learn what they were really about. Confederate flags don't belong flying next to the American flag. They don't belong in people's houses flying in pride. They belong in museums so we can learn about them because Minnesota has a confederate flag but we have it in a museum we took virginia's flag we marched up a hill and paid in the lives of hundreds of minnesotans to take virginia's flag and we still have it to this day that was 200 some years ago not even again you you know you try to educate these people and then they just they just don't want to learn they're, they're the same people who watch Alex Jones and Fox News oh, yeah. and own and try to and think it's think it's real. Think that's that's what's really going on when they Steve Bannon's Steve Bannon's syrup foot with pancake show. <laughs> Steve Steve Bannon's syrup hot tub special. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> You see, this is the kind of stuff I get inspired by, by the Lincoln Project, is, like, Republican attack words to either Democrats or uh, Republicans. You just say the wackiest stuff, like, um, hot tub syrup made of goo. If you say anything that has more than three syllables, they will stare at you very confused, like you just spoke yeah. Spanish. And or they or they call you George Soros. <laughs> I, I, it's 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 saddingly hilarious. It's sad though because these are actual people who hold merit in our country. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Um, I know I know the Lincoln Project has been posting a lot, but there's one thing um I don't think everybody covered on the show is about uh, Julie Fancielli from. Did you hear about Publix? No. Apparently, I- ma- Okay, so apparently, they uh, public said Mr. Fancel, Mrs. Fancelli is not an employee of public supermarkets, and is neither involved in business operations nor does she represent the company in any way. We cannot comment on Miss Fancelli's actions. And yep. I just found public, it. yeah, yeah, publics basically turned off replies and uh, and didn't want anybody to say what they thought. Yeah, they turned off replies. They haven't tweeted anything since. That I didn't know anything about that actually. Yeah. Damn. Also, yeah, and and going back to uh, uh, Donald Trump Jr. He he posts this crap, and I'm like, dude, can can you like shut your mouth? Please, your dad lost. Your dad hates you. Your dad thinks you're a sack of shit loser. Come on, man. Also, his fucking book, Liberal Privilege, is nothing but a book that belongs in the. uh, In the. Oh, go ahead. I put it in the fiction section at my local um, 
Oh, Barnes and Noble. Last time I went to go buy a book, I just I decided to take his book and put it in the fiction section. Like, yep, this is where it belongs. You know what? I did the same thing too. <laughs> I I went to Barnes and Nobles and I did the same exact thing. I didn't want to buy the book because that would be giving money to Donald Trump Jr. Oh, Literally, yeah. no. nobody nobody was buying the book. I, I you know the, the I love the person who when it when one of his books first came out, he. Uh, somebody went to their Barnes Noble, replaced every single book sleeve by, or with um, "Daddy, please notice me" on it, <laughs> in his face, and I fucking loved it. Daddy, please notice me. <laughs> so it's a lot, of, and he is prime example of why Twitter is not, you know, targeting right wing. It's why he's not targeting right wing people because he's still active on here. Like, he if if Twitter was targeting right wing figures, he would have been banned a long time ago, along with his father. But it he's still active in posting. Yeah, and and the thing is, is like Donald Trump Jr. does not have a platform. I'm sorry. People in the right say, oh, well, Donald Trump Jr. has a platform. Lincoln Project does not. This loser cannot break a single ratio on Twitter and on YouTube. Lincoln Project has more firepower of members than what Donald Trump Jr. has. Try 81 million Americans voting out hate, fascism, and discrimination. I mean... This is this is the thing that um, the Lincoln Project loves to go after is like people who are on the side of fascism, authoritarianism. I think Rick Wilson said on one uh, on January sixth that this is the type of stuff you see in crap Clackistan. And we we we're seeing throughout the whole world that people are getting fucking tired of uh, um fascism everywhere and dictatorships like a prime example is in russia with their yeah. protests there and four thousand people have been detained so far in the past the past weekend all because they wanted one man released, released from prison alexei navaldi well it's because putin Free. knows that if navalny is released he will win the election this is a coup it's Straight not a up. no. It's not a coup. A coup would mean they would have taken their capital by now. This is a protest. They're not violent. The most violent thing they did was throw snowballs at police officers. Police yeah. are police are now treating them like American police treat people. Police are going in with riot gear and taking people off the streets. And you know the thing is, they're allowed to do that in Russia. That's the fucked up part. They don't have freedom of speech like we do in America. They don't have the First Amendment. The police are legally allowed to arrest anyone they deem necessary with no repercussions. Jesus. Like, that's the thing. It's like there is no freedom of speech in Russia. That's the sad Most part. Most countries don't have freedom of speech laws. The only reason America does is because we were censored by the British for a long time and... <laughs> It's thrown around too much here now. We, they oh, don't, God. People don't know what true censorship is anymore. Imagine if... Imagine if we had no freedom of speech laws in America. How would I feel when I get a knock on the door saying, oh, you're arrested for saying bad stuff about Marjorie Taylor Greene? That's the thing I fear. But on the flip side of that, too... Bullshit. On the flip side of that, too, Alex Jones wouldn't have a platform... Fox News wouldn't have a platform. If freedom of speech laws didn't exist, Fox News wouldn't be able to call themselves the news. They wouldn't have a platform. So there's two sides to everything. Do I think we should keep freedom of speech laws? Yes. Do I think yeah. um, people like Alex Jones and Fox and Fox News in general should have platforms? No, but they do no. anyway because they have the ability to the internet. I think Fox I... News shouldn't be classified as a news station. It's it, it's it's propaganda. It is to to rot brains. They... All across the world. And and the sad thing is residents mostly sixty-five or older watch that crap. And they're and they're getting brainwashed because god damn it, Rupert Murdoch thinks it's okay to brainwash the elderly. I I see a common trend happening though in America as I'm sure you can look throughout 
historical elections too, more people are swinging Democrat. And I, I know many people whose parents are hardcore right wing racists, but they are, but their children are not. They're the opposite. Oh, excuse me. They're the opposite, which gives me some hope for the future. Like people I know from Missouri, you know, their family, hard right wing racist, you know, fit the Southern stereotype, but then their children, my friends, they are liberals and it's crazy to see. You know, I had a uh, conversation with somebody about uh, the Keystone Pipeline. I think we talked about this on the show. Yes, we did, because Joe Biden paused that day one. Day one. Here comes this one guy. um, He's from uh, Tokyo, Japan, like was born from Tokyo, Japan. Mm -hmm. And he said, Biden's trying to turn America into communist China. And I came in and I'm like, what, what 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 makes you think that? It's like Tucker Carlson told me. I'm like, oh my god. Mind <laughs> you, there is a large portion of people in Japan who support Trump on the day of, I want to say the election or the insurrection. I cannot remember. There was a large protest in Japan um, for Trump. A Trump positive. I literally said to him the reason why they got rid. I can understand why they got rid of the Keystone Pipeline, but you. I told him you gotta step back for a bit. It's like getting rid of the Keystone Pipeline will help, you know, grow our environment. It will create new plants. It will, it will reintroduce. Like it, it will, it will introduce electric cars, better ecosystem. For our environment and he's just like no no that's what the media wants to tell you and i'm like what's fox no, news my... then yeah that's fox i, I should have <laughs> said no that's fox news and i said i said no you, you gotta understand my dad works for a healthcare company and he has friends who are some of them work for tesla this is the reason why we're having tesla cars on the road and he's like, so how many how many people do you think uh, will need gas? And I'm like, well, that's the thing. We still need to keep gas, but at some point, we won't down need the as future, much. We won't need as much, right? And the thing is, is like, at some point, we are progressing towards the future. Like, people are going to have electric car. I'm gonna have an electric car soon. Not right now. But 20 or 30 years down the road. I mean, this is the thing that people have to realize is our country is progressing. And electing pres- like a president like President Joe Biden, he is trying to be progressive towards making our ecosystem and also our, our vehicles much more safer to drive around mm-hmm. than having air pollution everywhere. I think that's the key that the elderly miss and 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 the other thing that you got to realize is they're old they're gonna die soon (laughs) (laughs) well even joe biden he's not even the most progressive person in the world and they're terrified of him calling him a progressive socialist liberal like he is he is probably the most right-leaning democrat we have right now and he still won and is doing is doing pretty he he is being bipartisan i guess you could say with his own party by compromising maybe he he might not believe in everything he is doing but he's doing it because he realizes that democracy is what the majority of people want and realizes this is what the majority of people want yeah so and throughout the whole world we're seeing huge protests for human rights in general like BLM yeah. throughout the world. BLM just got mm-hmm. nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. So did Stacey Abrams. And oh, Stacey Abrams was a huge one. What she mm-hmm. did was an absolute. Uh, I I don't know if I'm allowed to say the word patriotic. <laughs> oh, she <laughs> she's a true patriot. People true patriot. Tr- people confuse what true patriots are. True patriots are people who don't blindly follow their government true patriots do what they feel is best for their country and if that and means disagree if that means disagreeing with what your government is doing then by by all means disagree and do something about it yeah, what do you disagree. think blm did during trump blm is still what? protesting just because trump's out doesn't mean we're going to stop 
I think I, I think I had a conversation with somebody. Uh, I think they said, "Oh yeah, Black Lives Matter might get the Nobel Peace Prize," and somebody was like, "Deserved," and I'm like, "Deserved to loot and riot." And then I posted a picture of the insurrection on January 6th. I'm like, "What this?" And then the and then the person got really mad, and I was like, I looked at the profile. I'm like, "Yep, yeah, yeah, it, it's a buy. It's a buy." <laughs> yeah. And like over in over in Poland. There's huge protests right now that I didn't know about until recently. They're women rights and LGBT rights protests because there's wow. strict abortion laws. And Poland is the most homophobic country in the world that or one of the it is a first world country that is extremely homophobic. So they're marching for rights, which they have. I, <laughs> I have their back on that. Like, I will yeah. support them in any way I possibly can because they LGBT rights and women's rights are extremely important. We should yeah. not be protesting. We should not be marching so women have the right to choose. We should not be protesting. We should not be marching so LGBT can be free. Like, act freely in public without having the risk being thrown in jail, being assaulted, being even killed. Like, it's 2021. Why do we still have to fight for human rights? Again, it's 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 something that you try to help out, and and other countries don't want to, you know, do anything, and it, it, it's very difficult um, to even help out. Now, if I was the president, I would say, um, Poland, you, and and I'm saying this sarcastically in a third world view, like I would say, Poland, fix your shit, or we'll fix it for you. Or we'll send yeah. one of our ambassadors to Poland to make sure LGBTQIA plus and human rights are number one top priority in Poland. If not, we will. You will be having a very angry phone call with us if yeah. I was president. But I, I'm pretty sure President Biden's aware of it, and I I'm think pretty he's sure aware other of it. legislative members in the White House are aware of this situation and, and personally, personally right now i think we should stay out of european affairs though which might be an unpopular opinion especially with a lot of the things i've said we we shouldn't be interfering a lot with their stuff like that because that is something their country needs to deal with their people are protesting they're not and the protests aren't violent the protests uh p police aren't arresting people in poland it, it's actual protest something needs to happen and the european union needs to take care of that because there's no violence against their own people there's nothing overly terrible happening other than just the protests that for human rights and the un should step in and be like okay do you see what's happening to your country fucking do something the america shouldn't have to world police that one when it comes to the situation in Russia, I think the the UN and the EU should have a lot more to do with it. But sometimes that's when America should step in and be like, hey, release this man. Like, there are certain situations where America doesn't need to be involved in. Because in the end of the day, we still need to fix our own shit. We, we're still fucked up as much as any other country. We shouldn't be walking around with our dick hanging out. We need to... Pull the pants up and do something about our own situation. Which yeah, is I, a problem we have. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a real, real problem. And then we have people like Taylor Green and Lauren Buberton. Lauren Buberton. <laughs> and, and, and Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley and those, those kind of people. They should not hold positions of power at all. It is they, astonishing they that they do. And there's many people now running against, um, like, Lauren and Taylor. There's many people running against both of them now well, think, that have already uh, started their 2022 campaign. Well, I think this is good for the other candidates to fight hard, and, and I feel like they're going to need a lot of help from people like Midas Touch, Fair I, Fight, and Lincoln Project, because if they want to seek these people out... I, I could see this coming. The people that vote like vote out these idiots will probably the senators will probably say this is a stolen midterm. Um, 
this is stolen by George Soros and the radical left and blah 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 well, fucking blah. I don't care. Be a fucking Karen. <laughs> the Taylor Green is queen of the Karens, but um, yeah, Quarren. 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 Yep, Q Karen. But um, Lauren kicking Lauren out of her seat is going to be a hard one because she's from a pre- predominantly red district in Colorado. But I think even they're getting sick of her shit already because she was supposed to go and visit a city in Colorado today in her district, but had to cancel because of security reasons because she was receiving too many threats. Yeah, because nobody likes her and she should yeah. not run for office. I wonder what Georgia's going to do because Georgia, Northwest Georgia for Marjorie Taylor Greene's district's really red, but... They were prepared to uh, vote in a Democrat before he dropped out. Her, the person that was running against Taylor Green, uh, I'm not saying her first name because first, first off, I could give less fucks. Second off, I really can't pronounce it, so I could give even more less fucks. But um, no, they were he he was running against her, and she was or he was very popular. He was a Democrat. People saw him as just a normal person, as you know, he he thinks like us. He knows how we feel. He he literally ran off of being just a normal average guy. Which was working. And then he got hit by legal papers from, I'm pretty sure his wife, actually. I, I don't, don't quote me on that one, but something happened and he had to drop out because he couldn't juggle a, camp, a political campaign and what was going on, leaving her un, unopposed. Yeah. Um, also, I wanted to uh, post this and we could talk about this a little bit on the podcast. Uh the 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 two the two side areas of a Republican plan and Biden's plan. Now, if I if I showed this on a on a um, slideshow in a classroom in an economics class, I'm like, so we're we're almost near 500,000 deaths. So many people are unemployed, losing their jobs. The economy is starting to lose businesses, and uh, we are. We are basically in a very how can I, how can I explain this in words? We're we're in a crisis, and uh, we need money to uh, to really pump out the recovery plan. Um, if you're either Democrat or Republican, what side you would choose? Mostly the Bi- people who voted for Biden would choose Biden's plan. Some Republicans will choose Biden's plan. But a lot of them, it's like, oh, it's too much money. It's going to go into, uh, you know, we're going to go into the Great Depression. Blah, Something blah, we blah. could fix is, you know, anybody making over one hundred and fifty to $200,000, they, they don't get stimulus checks then. They don't need it. If they're making that much money already, and they, they, they don't need the, stimu- the $1,400 stimulus checks or even $1,000 stimulus checks. That's not going to fucking help them. If we take out... If we don't give these stimulus checks to people making one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand and over a year, then that's going to leave a large amount of money left over that we could probably end up giving out two thousand dollars stimulus checks to everybody, which still isn't considered a whole lot considering how long we people have been out of job. But in this chart you shared with me, um, the biggest one I'm looking at is the reopen schools, twenty billion to reopen schools for the Republican side, 130 billion to reopen schools on Biden's side. That is a massive fucking difference. It is and a very massive difference. Y- you would think that the Republicans would want more money into it because they're the ones pushing to open everything up and doing it, you know, safely. But and when you when you look at it and look to see what the the democrats are saying they really want to open schools safely and open things safely which means more money funny how after trump left the white house the republicans started caring about the national debt again after trump added eight trillion dollars let me say that again eight trillion dollars in four years you know, that's the thing about the rich is like they they made bank from the pandemic by taking people's money and now Biden wants to I, I, I seriously hope 
he gets rid of that stupid ass tax cut Trump did. He's going to leave um he's going to leave the lower class tax or anybody who makes under 400,000 a year, he's going to not touch those taxes, but if you make 400,000 or over, he's going to raise your taxes, which is okay. You yeah, which is should okay. be. It what? should be that way because the rich people are getting lots of money. We're getting dog shit. We're getting nothing. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. That's how it's always worked. That's how Reaganomics works. Reaganomics was to make it so the rich people could get more money. And they figured, you know, they give tax cuts to the poor. And then they won't complain about the rich people getting tax cuts. That That's what I think of, of that. Reaganomics has proven not to work time and time again. Every time we try to implement Reaganomics, we get fucked by de- by national debt because we can't bring in the income to fix it. it, yeah. it it's like you live in a mansion, but you work a, a nine to five in a hardware store. Can you afford that? No, you can't. No, you can't. It, it's just... It's ridiculous why these I don't, I don't even want some of these I don't want to even call some of these Republicans anymore sedition uh, fascist we got we got a few different parties that have coming out of the woodworks and they're all part of the Republican Party they're just different forms of it we got the fascist party the conservatives which are old school Republicans we got Trump humpers Trumpists you know um that the, the, these people and it's just QAnon. I terrorist groups should not have a spot in any government position, and QAnon is a terrorist group. I don't care what you say. QAnon's a terrorist group. They have been linked to bombings, the five G bombing, the five G network bombing in uh, AT and T, yeah. I believe it was in Tennessee. Yeah, that was linked to a QAnon member. People arrested with guns and stuff outside of the Capitol linked to QAnon. People yeah. um, planning to blow up like a vote counting center in Pennsylvania when that was going on. That was QAnon, Boogaloo, and um, Proud Boys. Like I don't know which one exactly. It was one, if not all. Like th- these are terrorist organizations we allow to roam freely. But there are four. Yeah, four main organizations that should be named terrorist organizations. Proud Boys, Boogaloo Boys, the KKK, and QAnon. And what is the scariest out of all all of those is the Boogaloo Boys. They're not taken seriously when they should. Many of them are ex-military members. They have assault rifles. They have criminal records. They are anti-government and belong to no party they are allied with no one but their self. They are anti-government. They are cop killers. If if you say back to blue, but then you support Boogaloo Boys, then you, you're just a hypocrite. Yeah. Like, even Mike, Mike Pence has talked about a cop that was shot during a BLM rally. What he failed... This was a long time ago when, when he was still vice president. Yeah. Um, what he failed this to mention is, is that that cop... <laughs> What he failed to mention was that cop that was shot at a BLM rally was killed by a Boogaloo boy. It's a stupid fucking name, but they're still a threat nonetheless. Yeah, it's, it's the thing is like when the insurrection happened, Fox News, OAN, Newsmax, called, it was all it was organized by Antifa. And I'm like, don't you understand what Antifa means? Anti-fascist. Anti-fascist. Like, why? So, we just won oh, the election. So, oh, why would so we storm the Capitol? I'd say, oh, Yosef, you're, you're for fascism? Okay, you suck. Get a life. Grow some balls. God. You know, this is fucking hypocrites. It's, it's... It's sad, and it's like, I I don't get how they can justify this in their head. I don't understand it. Like, we just won the election, why would we storm the Capitol? What sense does that fucking make for us at all? It doesn't. They don't know how to to make sense of anything. 
misinformation, power, greed, and power. That's all they want in the Republican Party is greed and power. You know what we did did to people who want to greed with power? You know, greed and power. Think of Saddam. Think of Saddam Hussein, Osama bin Laden, Adolf Hitler, um, Mudar, Muammar Gaddafi. Those types of people. Those 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 types of people would get shot. Hey, rem remember, when people say that Trump didn't participate in the insurrection, bin Laden didn't fly the planes. He is as guilty as starting an insurrection as anybody is that charged the Capitol. Donald Trump, I, I wouldn't be surprised by this because I think we are have the impeachment trial on the 9th. Don't be surprised if they, um, if they impeach him in the Senate because... I, I think I might be wrong about this, but um, you, should be. you would need you would need 17 Republicans, but not in a damn hell. There's going to be 17 Republicans who are going to be convicting him. You're probably going to have the same five: Susan Collins, Ben <laughs> Sass, Mitt Romney, Lisa Murkowski. And, Mitt Romney uh, voted last time to impeach him in the Senate. Yeah, so it's like you're not going to have 17 Republicans. Now there is a way. With the simple majority that you have, you can censure him, but uh, that would take that would only take like a simple majority. A two thirds majority would be seventeen Republicans, but it's like I think people need to realize this now. If they don't convict him, they need to realize that Donald Trump is an absolute threat to democracy. He's an absolute uh, goddamn piece of shit and should never hold public office again but yet you have your trump supporters wanting to vote in fascism authoritarianism and dictatorship in every sense of the word and making the poor much more poor and the richer much more richer this guy is a literal muammar Gaddafi, like just like isis and their people flying the flags and and um capturing their radio airwaves to vanilla broadcast ISIS. vanilla isis yeah that's um, what they are yeah they're 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 isis wannabes and yeah. and the claim that oh yeah donald trump defeated isis no he fucking didn't the day they claimed that there was peace in the middle east created by donald trump syria bombed iraq the day yes. they claimed that like that got swept under the rug how are we going to ignore that one? Because that's kind of a big fucking deal. It is a big fucking deal. Like, he... You you can't just let a country bomb another country for seemingly no reason. Yeah. And we, we still have troops in Iraq. What if one of those missiles killed one of our troops? What are we going to do then? Well, and U.S. troops recently moved into Syria, too. That's also being ignored. Which, it's, it's we need crazy. to pull out of the Middle East completely. Yeah, and, and also we need to pull out of that um, that oil deal that we have in, um, what is it, the Middle East, where our oil and gas fossil fuels um, for for gas. Because I, I think I said earlier that we're, we're heading towards electricity and ecosystem at some point in time, probably when I'm not alive, we got to we got to move out of that iran um the the middle east uh oil deal if we move well we don't have to if we completely pull out of the middle east isis isn't going to take over if we don't give them the attention they won't rise that's how this works that's yeah that's the thing about trump supporters if you do not give them a light of day they will completely disappear but it's impossible now because they're finding ways to vote they're finding ways to infiltrate our airwaves like these people won't give up as far as i know q won't go away q has not said anything in how long though q kind of disappeared since, since, since the insurrection because it was a fucking joke no since q hasn't said anything since the election i thought yeah q has not said anything nada nothing and 
You know, and that's the thing is like, they're. I I kind of surprised and shocked to see. I, I'm not really shocked by this, but it's like, Q Q is a fake internet person who eats who eats Cheetos and says, "Ho ho ho! I'm gonna destroy America!" Ho ho ho! Like we don't even know who Q is. Yeah, you don't even know who Q is. Now I do know who the real Q is. I'm gonna I'm gonna post it in the uh, in the little chat board. I think this is the real Q from James Bond. It's it's it's, it's Q from James Bond. <laughs> oh, I just we we make all these jokes, but in the end, QAnon is scary. Because they they have a following. Mm-hmm. Like, there's QAnon members in my hometown. There's Boogaloo Boys in my hometown. There's Proud Boys in my hometown. It 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 it, it kind of hits really close to home there. Kind of does, yeah. Because right. it's you see it on TV and you see their the Q flags, and counter-protests and terrorist strikes like on the capitol but then it's another thing to see it in your hometown somebody flying it from their from their front door yeah so you wanted to talk about some of the stuff biden has been doing since we're switching off of the crazy radical we have like insurrectionist cuckoo right (laughs) we have like eight minutes left but yeah no he's done oh he's done a few more things in the recent time he made his first call with putin yeah which was a pretty big thing yeah he nobody yeah. knows what they exactly talked about all we know is they talked about navalny that's it that's all we know about that one but yeah. he people are saying that joe biden lied on all of his um all of his prop campaign promises and that was on day 11 what? day 11 well here's the thing this is his first 100 days and you're dealing with the fucking impeachment well donald trump so biden lied was trending on um was trending on twitter a a couple days ago so i had a little thing to say about this i'm going to read out my thread quick um on twitter it was day 11 of biden presidency and biden lied is trending Trump humpers are a different breed, I swear. Trump lied over 30,000 times in four years, and there was silence. Biden was president for four days, and they brought shit up 20 years, from 20 plus years ago. Not even four days, and they were bringing that shit up. That he clearly doesn't believe anymore. He, they, they were bringing up a lot of things he said in the Senate, like 20 plus years ago, about race, and how he voted against, um gay marriage and all that but we gotta remember obama didn't believe in gay marriage and he legalized it people have the ability to change biden was the first black president's vice president obviously he could have declined that he could have turned that down it's not like vice president gives you all the power in the world so he could have turned that down because he had power in the senate and he chose to be um obama's vice president which was a huge thing. A racist wouldn't have accepted that. And then they peep these are the same people that ignore Trump's past. His past has 50 plus rape allegations, multiple on minors, multiple settled out of court. At least one of them settled with a minor. He's gone bankrupt seven or more times, in which taxpayers bailed him out because he's rich, air quotes, rich. Because when you're rich, the taxpayers will bail you out of bail you out of bankruptcy what about the past four years he fucked over our allies and suckered up to the russians in north korea they are not our friends north koreans and russians are not our friends or at least the current russian government are not our friends i should clarify that the governments of these countries are not our friends kim jong-un is not our friend he has lied to america to do whatever the fuck he wants for the past 20 years or however long and they're still working on nuclear um, progressions there in Russia they um their 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 government is not our friends if you look at pictures of um Obama and Putin like 
standing next to each other versus Trump and Putin standing next to each other. It's the body language is different. You can tell that Putin feared Obama. You can like in a good way that he, you can tell that there was a sense of, you know, I'm over you. You don't have power in the world as long as I'm sitting here. Whereas when Trump was president, you can just look at them and say, and see that, yeah, Putin holds the power there, yeah. which is scary to think. And in the past four years, Trump fucked over our allies. He hurt us more than anything. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think at this point, here at the end of the day, it's like we got to hold these people accountable. And uh, <laughs> I would be surprised if a Super Bowl ad comes out coming out with this. Because remember last year's Super Bowl, there were there was like one or two Trump Trump ads for presidency and um, and it was like it was like one one of those fake movies but now it's like since this year's Super Bowl's coming up next week it's like I could almost feel like Lincoln Project's gonna spur up, stir up something good for the Super Bowl because of all the money that they have going after these Republicans seditionists mm-hmm. they... so I, I hope they do I wouldn't be shocked if they did it but it would be a mm-hmm. great, it would be a great, uh, uh, hey there, uh, you, you caused an insurrection, uh, you, you're in, you're in big trouble on a oh, national yeah. stage. <laughs> insurrection should be treated as treason to America and the country. I don't yeah. see how you can look at that and call it a protest. That was not a protest. That was an I insurrection. Almost, I almost have the, like, this is something that, I kind of just I, every time when I clench my fist and see a Trump flag, I literally get PTSD from the insurrection. Like every time when I see a Trump 2020 flag flying around a neighborhood, I just have the audacity to go up to it and burn it. At, at, I was out driving today and I saw the most the most Republican stereotype thing you can think of. There was a yeah. sign that had some, or a banner in front of their house. They've had it there for years. I remember seeing it multiple times, but it's some religious quote about how the um, righteous will triumph. I, I don't know exactly. I'm, I'm personally, I'm an atheist, so I don't know religious quotes, but um, I, I have read the Bible. I just, I don't know which one it is. I'm sorry. I wish I could say it. Something about righteous triumphing. But then on their door, they had a Trump-Pence sign, and they had an American flag out. Like, that, that is your stereotypical evangelical family. And it's like, it. every time I see Trump stuff, I'm like, how can you still support him? This, this hurts physically. And there's, there's ones, too. Like, out in a lake, I, was, I saw a picture on one of the lakes here in Minnesota. Somebody had a um, snow or an ice fishing house out there. And flying off of it was a flag that said, fuck Biden. Like, that, <laughs> in a weird way, I'm okay with that. Don't fly a Trump flag. He's out. If you fly a fuck Biden flag, go ahead. Go freedom, ahead. Go, freedom of speech. As long as you admit that Biden's your president, go ahead. You're allowed to have your shitty opinion. <laughs> but when your shitty opinion turns into an insurrection, that's when it's dangerous. That's when you shouldn't have your shitty opinion. When it's something saying fuck by like I I have, I have said fuck Trump publicly, that I'm allowed to say that, I, people are allowed to say fuck Biden, but when it comes to da- not literally fuck him, he- <laughs> <laughs> for sake, not you know what I meant. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, God. well, not even Melania's fucking Trump, so. Um, at the end of the day, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, whether you agree with it or not, but, you know, just make sure your opinion doesn't spark an insurrection and it isn't dangerous to public health or people. Wearing a mask is not an opinion. Wear a fucking mask. Save lives. If at this point, wear two masks. It's suggested by the CDC. Now, if you just wear one mask, you're not going to get Obviously, you're not going to get crucified for not wearing two masks. I personally wear two masks because I need to be extra safe because my dad is a huge health risk. So I wear two just to be safe. Just wear a mask, please. Help others. Help your community. Stop the spread. Yes. 
And I think with that, we're going to call it one. Thank you so much for listening in. This, again, was a Politically Charged podcast with today, Drummer Shy. And I hope everybody has a great rest of your day, night, or whatever it may be for you. Have a great one. Peace. You too.